The views and opinions expressed by the following program are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station or the Webster Rockio Ministries, its management, or other host or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented on KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. Hey, we're having a good time. We're having a great time here on In Tune, and we've been talking the last half hour about Miles Davis and enjoying some of his music. And we have in studio today Lauren Parks and Gary Pearson from the Miles Davis Museum. It's the House of Miles East St. Louis home, and it opened up recently. And we're going to talk with Lauren and Gary about the development of that museum, uh, where Miles Davis grew up, and what you can see inside, educational tours and events that are coming up. There's an event coming up tomorrow, matter of fact, tomorrow evening. So welcome, Lauren, to Intune, and you. welcome, Gary, to Intune. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, tell us a little bit about yourselves first, and so we get a background on who you guys are, and then why the Miles Davis house? Where did this all of a sudden spring up from? Okay, a little background about myself. I am a proud native East St. Louisan. I am a product of the East St. Louis School District, 189. Graduated from Lincoln High School, where Miles Davis graduated in 1944. I didn't graduate in 1944. I graduated in 1984. <laughs> she's, she's saying go Flyers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go Flyers, there you go. No, go Tigers. Okay. We'll talk about that <laughs> That's later. a whole other discussion, yeah. Okay, okay. So at any rate, I um, <clears throat> have a bachelor's degree from Fisk University, Nashville, Tennessee, and a master's plus 30 in educational administration from Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville. I am um, extremely proud and excited about the House of Miles East St. Louis and how we got involved in this. The family of Miles Davis wanted to donate the property to a nonprofit organization. And from my understanding, it was offered to various nonprofits and it was declined. Seriously. And so, yes. And so I got wind of it because at that time I was the executive assistant to the mayor from 2007 to 2015, the mayor of East St. Louis, and it was coming across my desk. And I said, oh, my goodness, here it comes again. It's coming across my desk again, and it's still available. So I attended a meeting with his family, mayor, and other uh, people, and I raised my hand. I said, our nonprofit will take it. We'll take it on because I had done a historical restoration at 527 Washington Place, located in East St. Louis, okay. in the historic district, Olivet Park. Okay. So when we approached the property, I think it had been, from what I was told by several that did decline, that it was a little intimidating to renovate. Oh. So when I went to the house and we had a structural assessment done on the property, Walked through, and it was declared structurally sound. Oh, that's good. So we were very thrilled about that because the home had been closed for a while. Right, boarded up and everything. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it had not been occupied in a very long time. So we wanted to make sure it was structurally sound before we began on this endeavor. So once it was deemed structurally sound, that was in 2012, 2011, 2012, um, we said, We're going to jump in with both feet and go for it. So the beginning of the project 
has been funded by personal money. It was mostly our personal money mm-hmm. out of pocket and a tremendous donation from my mother, Dr. Lillian Parks. We cannot thank her enough. Yes, yes, um, yes. Or on the beginning of this process. And so we began actively renovating in 2015. Mm -hmm. We actually opened our doors in 2016. We began educational enrichment programming for youth ages 10 to 18. And most recently we began our tours. Okay. And we have since 2015, 2016, we have developed partnerships with the East St. Louis school district, Purina and Wells Fargo. So we're very, very, very cool. excited for those relationships. And this is in an area where very close to Catherine Dunham's. It's not too far from the Catherine Dunham Museum. Catherine Dunham Museum is located in Olivet Park, okay. the historic district that I was just explaining. Okay. And we've done wonderful work with the museum, with Catherine Dunham Museum, and all of the cultural arts organizations that are in the city, Sunshine Cultural um, Arts Center. And we were a part of a grant together in the summer of 2018. And part of our in-kind donation were to offer the tours. So we had hundreds of youth, hundreds of youth to come through our doors this past summer, summer 2018. And it was an incredible experience to see all of the young people. They were very inquisitive. A lot of them knew the Miles Davis name because, as you probably know, there was a Miles Davis Elementary School right. in East St. Louis in the early 80s that was dedicated. And um, since then, it has closed. It closed, I guess, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the great news is... Another one of our community partners, Gateway Pet Guardians, they are in the process of acquiring that building, Okay, and they will have a full-service pet area there mm-hmm. and offer classes, veterinarian clinic, etc. And they have done a tremendous job in our community with pet services and part of our educational curriculum. We have the Mutt Degrees, M-U-T-T, Mutt Degrees program. Hmm. It's a play on words, of Mm -hmm. course, from pedigree. Mm -hmm. And um, so we work very closely with them as well as Purina with our Muttigrees program. And it's a social emotional curriculum with our young people and our therapy dogs. Okay, that's cool. And we are the only program, as I was told by a Purina representative, that incorporates Music. Yes. So we are miles music and mud grace. You're miles ahead. We are miles ahead. And what is more therapeutic than music? music. And and maybe listening to some of the songs that we were listening to last half hour. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, just kind of calming and Yes. Absolutely. Interesting with the with the kids. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe knowing about his name, but maybe not knowing his background. Mm-hmm. Are there like field trips every every year by by the kids at at the school of East St. Louis because it's kind of like when you grow up next to a certain area you always go like we're always going to the zoo here mm-hmm. or we're always maybe going to the history museum or certain or the art museum mm-hmm. so are the kids in East St. Louis always going to the Miles Davis Museum what we've done with the uh, collaboration with the Catherine Dunn Center Sunshine mm-hmm. we uh, do a canvassing of all of our students in the in the metropolitan area, and so we provide tours 
for the House of Miles. We do educational piece where we show two videos to give you the history of Miles, House of Miles East St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And then we canvassed our students through the tours. So most of our kids are able to sign up for programming through the tours. And that allows us to kind of create a relationship with our kids through the programming. Very cool. Very cool. What ages do you kind of target? Are you looking at like fourth, fifth graders or? Pretty much, yeah. Our our age, we're 10 to 18 years old. But we were excited about the uh, relationship we were building with McKendree College as well as Harris Stowe, which we're doing a leadership piece. So what happens when we get our students through the tour, we do an intake assessment where we come to the school, meet with the counselor, the teacher, parent, and we sit down, we do a service support plan based off the questions that we ask the child, the youth, some of their interests, some of their struggles, whether it be academically, maybe some of their desires artistically. So as we do that, we come back and we do a staffing. So we pretty much know the holistic approach to that, to that student, that would be student. So the fun part is we integrate with a high school level student as well as a collegiate level student. This is where McKendry comes into play. So that student, after being being assessed, we do the service support plan. So every level of education from high school, from middle school to high school to college, they're all working collectively together. So that student, from the time they start at the age of 10, we will follow that student all the way to the point where they're ready to graduate from the House of Miles and going on to college and things and a better life. So definitely. That's a great deal of support. And you know, I was just recently at an event called the Arcus Awards, which is run through the, um, the, the regional chamber of commerce. You guys would be an excellent, excellent candidate for next year's awards. Wow. Because you definitely have the, the model of leadership, development, you're in the community. So be sure and look for that next year, the Arcus. They just had it last week. And there was an organization from East St. Louis that was one of the runners-up. But I think you all would be a tremendous representative because you do embody everything that this award is about. Oh, well, thank you. Do you have some kids who have been through the program who have really kind of developed and and changed a little bit or focused? Can you speak to a couple examples, obviously without names, Gary or Lauren, either one, you know? so ironic that you asked that question. We just had this conversation. So during the summer, we had numerous students to come through our uh, program. Again, we had our educational enrichment programs where our children learned organic soap making. They made how they learned how to make organic body scrubs. They participated in our gardening program. Of course, the fine arts with photography and, and painting. And because of course, as you well know, Miles began sketching. Right. He had a period of time that he did not record music. So um, we offer sketching, and the kids get a really big kick out of that because we have a book in the um, in the house that is a book of his sketches. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the kids are very motivated by that to know, oh, my gosh, he's a musician, and he sketched? Well, Miss Lauren, I know how to sketch, too. Well, of course you do. So that's an encouraging piece where we really try to teach our children to think outside the box mm-hmm. and don't let people put you in a box. Mm-hmm. Try other things. You may be an awesome painter. You may be an awesome basketball player, but dabble in some other things right. as well to help you become a well-rounded person. So at any rate, 
getting back to summer, we um, at the end of our classes, we ask the students to journal about their experience for the class. But the caveat is we don't read the journals unless we get permission from the student Mm -hmm. or if they offer if they want us to read it because that's their personal space. So, oh, at the beginning of the summer, we had one student that may write maybe two words, done with that, or may not write anything. And so we encourage them, you can draw, you can write, however you want to express yourself in your journal. By the end of the summer, this student had pages written about their experiences with the class. So we had an end of the year celebration where we invited our students, of course, and their families and friends and, and our staff. Towards the end of the program, we had one of our staff members speak and other people to speak and their families. And that student, who at the beginning of the summer did not want to even introduce herself, said, Miss Lauren, I have something to say. And we gave the floor to this specific student. And I'm not sure if there was a dry eye <laughs> truly in the house. Mm-hmm. It was the most moving and incredible situation for this young lady who had just flourished. That's, as you notice, our, our logo, we have a butterfly. Right, right. And that's part of what a butterfly is. A butterfly is about resurrection, Mm -hmm. restoration, Mm -hmm. and blossoming. And that is exactly, it's a classic example of what happened with that lady. And we thank our staff and our instructors and the environment that we encourage at home, House of Miles East St. Louis. That's what H-O-M-E stands for. We have a very intimate environment for our young people. We keep our student enrollment between no more than 15, no more than 15, because we want our students to have a lot of one-on-one interaction. We always say we're not a community center. Um, we're, We're not a traditional classroom. They get that at school. And hats off to an educator. Of course, I'm, we're educators. Mm-hmm. So hats off to the classroom teacher. So when they come to us, we have a smaller class size for them. So when they come from school or they come on Saturdays, our programs are usually held on Saturdays. They come and they do what they do at home. Grab a snack, put your backpack away, maybe grab a book kind of unwind a little bit before we get into our educational enrichment. So the program is on Saturdays, and in the summertime, is it during the day? Yes. So during the summer, we were Tuesday through Friday, and then during the regular school year, it's on Saturdays from 10 to about 1 Mm o'clock. For example, we just finished a five-week photography session. Oh, cool. And we were partnering and collaborating with the Gateway Chapter of the Links Incorporated, and they sponsor a photography program. And so our students participated in that and will continue to participate in that this summer. So it was a five-week course taught by um, a very good friend of mine and volunteer, Bob Gill. 
And he did an exceptional, exceptional job. The kids were so excited. We just had our end of the session celebration where all of their photography works were framed and displayed. And they were very proud to share some of the things they learned about photography. Mm -hmm. They were allowed to take cameras home. Bob was kind enough to bring his cameras. They took them home. They were able to experiment because, of course, we all have these. We all have cell phones and things of that nature. And, of course, they... Most of them are masters with the cell phone. Mm -hmm. But to actually take a camera home and learn the lenses and angles and lighting and all the important things of photography. Mm -hmm. So that was a a very successful session. You know, what's interesting about that, Ellie, is it's it's art, it's photography, it's music, Mm -hmm. it's writing. Mm -hmm. It's not just one aspect it's not well because it's miles davis then it must be music it's it's expanded it's it's just blossomed and opened up into a variety of things that uh, you you provide for kids to help them find an interest and to help them develop and as uh, lauren was saying give them a, a nice broad understanding of the things that can make them into a good citizen and you know what's interesting to me is when you talk about the butterfly um and i'm always interested in that because i've been to butterfly farms Mm -hmm. and i have learned the intricacy of the butterfly again just like you were talking about this young lady she was in a cocoon when she first came and so she had to struggle to get herself out of that and as with the butterfly if you think you're going to try to help the butterfly come out of the 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 chrysalis (laughs) You actually damage the butterfly by doing that because that is the process they have to go through in order to develop their wings. Yes. And it's once they get out of that, their wings are stronger. And so when you talked about the butterfly and you were relating that to the young lady, that was exactly what I see happened with her. She came into a cocoon. That was what she started with. And she struggled and she had to flap her wings and she had to really get out of that. And because you did not require her to read her journal, it was something she chose to do. That was her coming out of that chrysalis and becoming that butterfly that could flap its wings and be that beautiful you know, creature that she became. So I, I just highly praise you for that and for having that vision. A lot of people don't know that about a butterfly, but that is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, the holistic approach that we take with our students, um, we're, we just finished phase one. We have several phases to go in construction at the House of Miles. We decided not to wait till everything was in its proper place. We allow our students to come as they are and guide us. We're more of the facilitators of the program, but sometimes if you allow the students to take the lead, they'll take you where you need to go. And we're facilitating that growth. A lot of our students, as they come in, we call them milestones. <laughs> and we, we follow these students until they're completed with the program. So they go from being milestones to young ambassadors and to ambassadors. So again, that's the growth that we're promoting in the House of Miles, definitely. It would be interesting, fast forward another 10 or 15 years, and see some of these kids who are now out in the world and looking back and saying, you know, that time that I spent at the House of Miles really influenced me into who I am today. That Those are the kinds of things I'm sure you're 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 waiting to see and and waiting to hear those stories but but they will come about they will yes. come about 
And, you know, it goes back to what we've talked about here. You know, I am a native of this neighborhood, neighborhood here in Webster Groves and went to Douglas Elementary School, very historic school in this area. And again, in first grade, my teachers told me in first grade, Oh, honey, because you like to talk, we're going to make you the head of all of these programs that we put on. And I became the public speaker. Wow. And they told me from that time on, when you grow up, you're going to go into broadcasting. Guess what? By the time I graduated, I went into broadcasting and for the last 40 years have been doing just this and was able to return back to my community Mm -hmm. to develop this radio station. Mm-hmm. So see, what you're doing is key and what Arnold just said is is key because when you set people up for them to be able to uh, uh, really live who they are, they will grow up and even though they may go away to get training, they will come back mm-hmm. and they will develop the community that helped birth them. So you all again Truly. are to just be totally commended for what you're doing and and you're right Arnold in 10 to 15 years it's going to be interesting to see who comes back who takes over what you're doing and continues to grow it absolutely mm-hmm. we're listening to Lauren Parks and Gary Pearson from the House of Miles East St. Louis the mission of home is to nurture empower and embrace the talents of upcoming generations by reclaiming restoring and revitalizing our values identity and cool home is the cultural epicenter impelled and dedicated to cultivate connect and celebrate the community through music, heritage, and art. Well, you know, our concept of cool, constantly operating on love, we make sure our students understand that we d- when you do something that you love, it's always easy and it's free, you know? So when our kids come to our program, we always ask them, how you feeling today? And they always say, cool, C-O-O-L, which is constantly operating on love because we bring that atmosphere to the House of Miles. We want our kids to feel like they're at home. And kids need to know that it's a safety net. It's a it's boundaries mm-hmm. that are set up because we care, and it gives you confidence to let your guard down and be who you really are. I don't have to be somebody who to protect myself from somebody else, from what's going on at home or the neighborhood or at school or this person's bullying me or whatever. I can kind of relax and be me, and I can let people in, and I can let them see who I am. Exactly, and that, as Gary just mentioned, that is one of our main focuses with our educational enrichment programming. And one of our instructors mentioned that this summer about being yourself, and that was one of the things that she really encouraged and emphasized with the students. She and another staff member, they did a documentary based on her life, the instructor's life. And when the students spoke, that's exactly what they said about her, that she allowed us to be ourselves. She encouraged us to be ourselves. They felt safe in expressing whatever it was, be ready for whatever it was they were going to say, but they felt comfortable enough to express that to her. That's the educators in us speaking. Yes, yes. So we've been uh, talking to Lauren Parks and Gary Pearson from the Miles Davis House of Miles, East St. Louis, home. This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton. You're listening to KWRHLP 92.9 FM, your community radio station in Webster Groves, Missouri. Stay tuned. Glad that you came back to listen to our last half hour of In Tune. This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton. What a great time we're having with Lauren and Gary. We're having a great time here with Lauren and Gary. They are like super cool. They are here from the House of Miles, East St. Louis home. 
and they're continuing the mission and preserving the legacy of Miles Davis. You know, did you listen to Miles Davis growing up, or was there this impetus? I know, Lauren, that you talked about this came across your desk when you were working in the mayor's office, and I'm thinking, like, why wouldn't anyone want to grab this opportunity to a nonprofit to grab this to get the house that Miles Davis lived in and even adjacent property? Absolutely. The first part of your question, yes, I listened to Miles Davis. Miles Davis uh, resonated throughout my home. We have several of my family members, and I have to mention this. My uh, maternal grandmother and grandfather had three sets of twin girls. Wow. One son, a few years later, a set of twin girls. A few years later, another set of twin girls. A few years later, another set of twin girls. And so... The older set, one of the older set, became best friends with Miles' sister. Okay. And the middle set were best friends with his brother Vernon. And so they all grew up together. And we have maintained a friendship with the family to this day. We still have a relationship with the family. That was another special part for me to have grown up listening to Miles, of course, and being around his family, his sister and his brother, and you know now his, their children and nieces and nephews and such. So when that opportunity arose, I said, oh my gosh, the light bulb went off. Right. Of course we're supposed to have this property right. and give it a little TLC, a little tender love and care. And preserve it and keep it in our community as an educational center for those that come from afar and those that are local. We've had visitors from the Netherlands, Canada, West Virginia. We just had a couple from West Virginia, Paris. We had a couple from Iran. Wow. So we've had people from all over the world and all over the area to come see where Miles Davis grew up. Because, of course, he was born in Alton. They have a beautiful statue. You mentioned that earlier. Mm -hmm. And he moved, his family moved to East St. Louis when he was a boy. Mm -hmm. And he grew up there throughout, of course, um, his graduation year. And I tell people, you know, you can Google Miles Davis You can do a lot of Googling, can sit at your computer on your phone for hours. There's so much material on Miles Davis. But what you cannot Google are those special stories that happened in that house that we have. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of East St. Louisans and beyond including my aunt, who was best friends with his, uh, one of her best friends, sister, and with Miles, who actually cooked in that house for Miles. Wow. Made Jack Fish. Do you know what Jack Fish Absolutely. is? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And see, I can tell that she's from she's from this area because she said her aunt. You see? <laughs> yes. People from this right, area, right. I caught that, okay? People usually say my aunt. My right, aunt. No, right. but people from this area, we say my aunt. aunt exactly. <laughs> and so we have a lot of special stories like that. Can you tell us one of those stories well, briefly? Yes, yeah, sure. Or would you? Yes, I'd be happy to. So when uh, Miles Davis Elementary School was open, as I mentioned earlier in the early 80s, he was married to Cicely Tyson at the time. So after that celebration, it was a wonderful celebration in the school dedication, he actually dedicated 
the picture that's on the cover of that magazine is a picture of a tapestry that once hung in his apartment in New York. When Cicely Tyson, when he and Cicely Tyson came for the dedication, they brought that wall tapestry and dedicated it to Miles Davis Elementary School, and it hung there. So when the school closed, I had several people contact me. You must go to the school. You must get the items from the school that Miles dedicated, and that was one of the pieces. So we wrote to the East St. Louis School District, and they were very kind and very generous, and they donated everything in the building that had anything to do with Miles Davis to House of Miles, East St. Louis. So going back to that day, they came to the house located at 1701 Kansas Avenue. And my aunt was there, and they had a, a very intimate visit. There were a few people there, and that's when the fish was cooked, right there in that house. And so that's a very special story. And you can't Google that. That's right. <laughs> That's not on Google. So, but it is in the House of Miles, East St. Louis. So, those are special moments that we like to share with our students because, of course, they eat Jack. They also eat snoots, mm-hmm. like we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Miles, not yeah. quite sure I do that. I know. But, <laughs> but and, I know and, what it is. Exactly. There's some good snoot up on North Broadway. Oh, okay. Well, you go for it. Yes, I heard <laughs> that. Yes. So, that was a favorite food of Miles. Miles would send home. My cousin um, tells a story before the air travel got very strict. People would come back and pack the jackfish in Mm. ice and put it in the cooler to take it to him. And they would also wrap snoots in newspaper. (laughs) You don't put the sauce on yet because the snoots will get too soft. So he would request those snoots, wrap them in newspaper, sauce on the side, and they would take it to him or he would send for them. So that was those are two of his favorite foods that are still very popular in our community. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, that is a great story. Both great <laughs> stories. But, but Gary, I mean, you've been sitting here. You're, you're really kind of a quiet guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he always says I'm the mouthpiece okay, of this operation. Well, yeah, I, can, <laughs> I can testify to yeah. that. Okay. But what's your role in all of this? Well, uh, Lauren, and let me, I'll take you back a little bit. Lauren and I have been best friends since the, the fourth grade. <laughs> and she was my square dance partner. So music kind of tied us together right. then. Alamand left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Promenade. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I won't bore you with my history, but I'll give you a little bit. Um, I, I'm an educator as well, but before uh, getting involved when teaching young men and women behind a desk, I was a police officer for 17 years, uh, drill, drill sergeant. I attended a program that was called the Riddick Program in Fort McCullough, Alabama. This program was designed to help young youth who were incarcerated for, you know, with that drug or, or some kind of drug socialization with their, their criminal uh, reason being locked up. And once we ran this program, it was a four-month program. Now, the program was successful because we had an aftercare program. So we didn't release those students out into society without having some kind of support. And which leads me to why I'm saying this to you all. Uh, most of our students that we have in our program, they need that support. So... Running this program, I learned that most of the students who we had there never had that support from the, the began. So when I stopped doing the law enforcement, the criminal justice, I got into education. Education was important to me because you're giving kids a foundation. 
So I started with Emerson Park, which is a, a charter school in East St. Louis. And all of our students were remedial. There was fourth, fifth grade dropouts. And so we were fast-tracking these kids to get them to graduate in three years. Impossible. The biggest issue, they had a lot of social issues. Some of these kids never even finished third or fourth grade. So you're getting these kids back into school with behavioral issues, mm. which leads me to House of Miles. We have a program that we're doing called Movement with Miles, which incorporates leadership, education, enrichment. But our kids are put in a, in a situation where they're facilitating all of this. We're just pretty much putting them in a, on their path, and they're working for, towards their goals. Me being an educator, I realized that helping our kids grow, giving them the guidelines, the protocol with the moving with miles, I'll speak a little bit about, the, about that later, that allowed us to keep our kids growing forward and forward and forward. So me being an educator, I understand how important education is to our kids. And that's why Lauren and I both, being educators, kind of got us involved in this program, mm -hmm. House of Miles. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. What a tremendous route you've taken, mm -hmm. you know, to get to this point. Yes. You know, I mean, who would have ever thought that Promenade Promenade would have led to, <laughs> <laughs> to this? I mean, but when you look down the road at your beginning, again, it is a, such a beautiful story to see that you've taken all that you've learned over all of these years through mm -hmm. all of the ropes and ups and downs and wherever life has taken you, it's brought you right back to East St. Louis and what you can do to help those young people to grow and have a good foundation. Truly. And that's what we really do have to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I tell people that all the time. It's like, okay, after you've gotten up, you've got your education, you've gone, you've traveled, you've mm -hmm. done all of that, mm -hmm. go back home. Go Take back all home. of that back to where you came from. Yes. And now make a difference right there in mm -hmm. your own hometown, in your own neighborhood. That, that's uh, very well stated. We were on a, another interview, and that was one of the questions of, of me. Well, you know, you're so well educated. You have a bachelor's and a master's, and you lived in Hawaii, and you've traveled internationally. Why are you back in yes, East St. That's right. Louis? Yeah. Why are you back in East St. Louis? Why do you have a nonprofit? One word, love. Mm -hmm. Love, as Gary mentioned, whenever you're involved in anything, whether it's a hobby or your job or uh, sports or anything, constantly operating right. on love. And that is the driving force throughout this whole project, from the renovating to the gutting to the, the educational enrichment program, our students, our families, all of the international and national people that come to tour House of Miles East St. Louis. It all goes back to love. People come to, they want to know where Miles grew up. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's one of the things that we're very proud of, that we were able to salvage those original wooden floors in there, those same floors that he walked on. Part of our phase two is renovating the lower level where he talks about in his autobiography practicing very loudly in that basement with his friends and them forming a band. That's right there in that house. Mm -hmm. So we like to share that with the world and other personal special stories like I just shared, but they're numerous. We have so many people that come to us. You know, I went to high school with Miles. My grandmother played in the band with Miles. I booked a hotel room for Miles. There's so many stories that we like to share as well. And eventually we have to get caught up here. We have so many things that we're still displaying mm -hmm. um, in the home, special stories. And so... So to answer your question on how we got involved or why we got involved, that, that's 
that's pretty much it is love and preserving the legacy of Miles Davis. And what made Miles Miles? Well, that little town helped to make Miles Miles. East St. Louis helped to make Miles Miles. Him growing up in that home helped to make Miles who he was. So you talked about a phase one and a phase two. Mm-hmm. Is there a phase three? Ah. Hell yeah. Well, let's go to phase two. <laughs> phase two, we are going to introduce two new classrooms on May the 26th, which is actually Miles' birthday. And these are one of the classes is called the Sigma Leadership Development Classroom, which teaches our kids on mentoring and leadership. The other is the Mother Grease Program, which is sponsored through Purina. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Mother Grease program is focused on teaching our kids compassion and ownership. So last year we had a few dogs that we kind of mentored through the kids. And you, you, you watch the, the interaction with the kids and the dogs, amazing. I mean, just the, the, the whole transformation of how the kids are in the classroom, how attentive they are, how calm they are, you know, it's, it's a transformation that we would never see, you know, unless you're trying something new. So we're excited about the classroom that we're getting ready to introduce on May the 26th. Phase three, we're going to do a multi-purpose building across the street from the House of Miles. We're going to call it our compound. And we're looking to do entertainment, uh, live shows, uh, whatever we can come up with. The most important part of this is our kids will be performing. So most of the time, when the kids ask that question, it's called with them. What's in it for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to practice, and a lot of our kids want to play, you know, the drums, you know, the trumpet, you know, the violin. Why are we doing this? Well, we figured, why not let these, tr- these kids perform as we grow? Absolutely. And so we'll be putting on some live performances in our back courtyards, which we're building a courtyard and stage in the back area of House of Miles, which we're excited about as well. So we have, a, that's phase three. We have a few other phases, but I won't speak on it. I'll let Lauren kind of elaborate a little bit. Well, the, the biggest thing is um, we have fundraisers, obviously. We're 501c3. We're always raising money and accepting donations. So we have an annual kind of blue fundraiser that will be held September 26th. And this year, we will be collaborating with McKendree University. We're look very very much looking forward to that as well as our high school band and other talents that are in the community to put on um, a production and the kids will be of course the highlight of um, our fundraiser they're always the highlight of everything we do so we're very excited about that and so that will be that's our annual fundraiser that's september 26th september 26th 26th. stay tuned we will send more uh, details out on location and um, other details um, regarding that but you have some other things coming up as soon as tomorrow yeah tomorrow night tomorrow and also in may yes so we had mr ben lauder who is the owner and operator of the cherokee art gallery he and one of his artist friends from New York, they came over to the house. They, they heard about the project. They wanted to see the house. They came over for a tour. And he said, we have to have a fundraiser. We want to do something. We want to be involved. We want to help. And so he contacted me recently and he said, how about March 9th? How about March 9th? 
let's just do a fundraiser over at the gallery and proceeds will go to House of Miles and so on and so forth. I said, yes, we are there. <laughs> so we're very, very grateful mm-hmm. and thankful um, to Ben for reaching out for us and wanting to participate. It sounds like a wonderful, wonderful evening. We're looking forward to attending and just being surprised to see what the, the art exhibit is and the artist that will be performing. I'm very excited to hear her. So that is tomorrow, tomorrow night, 6 to 8 at the Cherokee Art Gallery. Cherokee Street Gallery, that's 2617 Cherokee Street. 2617 Cherokee Street, tomorrow from 6 to 8 p.m. It's free admission. Free admission. So artists Coolcore and uh, Benjamin Louder, artwork will be sold there and offered uh, original pieces and some limited edition posters. And also uh, former President Barack Obama's personal favorite, Tonina Saputo, whose song Historia d'un, d'un Amour. De un Amour. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. You have to get the right His lips. favorite songs of 2018. <laughs> Barack Obama's going to be there? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought I would just kind of throw that just out throw there. Just throw that out there. Yeah, for people yeah. that only hear a little snippet, you know, they go, hey, Barack Obama. Right. Exactly. Be there. The place is like that. The place will be jammed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you got to raise money the way you got to raise money. Yeah. <laughs> You've got another one, uh, May 26th at uh, BB's Jazz and Blues. Yes, we do. Um, an- another. Um, very kind gentleman, Kasimu, um, who's a very talented uh, trumpet player, um, contacted us uh, recently and said, hey, we're celebrating Miles' birthday on May 26th, and we want to donate a portion of the proceeds to House of Miles East St. Louis. I said, we're there. <laughs> what do you need us to do? So he has put together this beautiful tribute to Miles, um, and it will be May 26th, um, 5 to 7 at BB's. And so uh, tickets are $20. Um, you can go to Eventbrite. Kasimu has uh, an Eventbrite link, I believe, on Facebook. And you can also access the link through our Facebook page and our website as well. You guys are doing an area that's a plaza or a patio, and you can have some bricks that have are engraved is yes that correct? yes so we have again it's another fundraiser um where you can have a personalized brick and it will be a part of the grounds there at house of miles east st louis we have um, bricks that are $100 per brick, and then we have a corporate brick that's 250 mm-hmm. And their details are on our website and on our Facebook page on how you can order your brick. And I do want to mention we have another community project that we participate in. It's called Box of Socks, and we collect new socks year-round. And we donate the socks to our local shelters. We have a veteran's shelter in East St. Louis that we've donated to this past year, as well as St. Vincent de Paul in East St. Louis. So we ended up collecting over 200 pair of socks throughout the year. And our students mm-hmm. love this project because they get to count the socks, they get to sort the socks, they get to bag the socks, and we get to deliver them. So we're very proud of that um, community project that we do every year. But again, we collect new socks year round. So in any event, if you're coming, if you're contacting us for a tour, stick a pair of new socks in your purse or your pocket, (laughs) and you can add them to our collection. 
And you know, that's another real connector, not yes. the socks part, okay. but the brick part. Let me mm-hmm. yes. back up because here in the historic Northwestern neighborhood, and then again, it goes back to Preston Jackson mm-hmm. and the park that we are having dedicated to the North Webster community. That is one of the fundraisers that they have is, is people can buy a brick. Oh, wow. You know, mm-hmm. so that is amazing that you all are doing exactly. Yes. And maybe we ought to just adopt each other. You yeah, know, that and, would be you know, great. A, yes. A sister project kind of thing, you know, because what you all are saying, there is that connection with Preston. Yes. And now with the brick mm-hmm. and now with, you know, with a park mm-hmm. and all of those kinds of things are very, very much in line with what we're doing right here because, you know, this is a historic neighborhood as well. Beautiful. Yes, That's has. beautiful. And, and I want to mention, too, a quick story about the butterfly because that came up right. earlier. So I had gone home for lunch one day and um, I was on my lunch break. I was still working uh, for this city, ran home real quickly for about 20 minutes, shot back to the office. But when I pulled up, I took a minute to get out of the car. I was listening to something on the radio and just kind of exhaling for a moment and a butterfly was on my window, on the driver's side window. And I said, oh, what a beautiful butterfly. And it looked just like this butterfly that's um, in the logo. So I said, oh, that's a beautiful butterfly. And I said, oh, when I get out of the car, I'm going to close the door and it's going to fly away and I won't be able to look at it anymore. Well, I got out of the car, closed the door, and it didn't move. Ran in the house, grabbed my sandwich, got back in the car. It was still there. (laughs) So I began backing out of my driveway, heading back to work. It stayed on the car. It did not move. You're getting a message, girl. Yes. (laughs) There it is. There it is. Because we were in the midst of this project, the early stages, the very early stages of this project. And I said exactly what you said, Arnold. It's a sign. Butterflies mean restoration. Let's go do it. Mm -hmm. So that is why we chose the butterfly. I want to make one more quick mention about our revolving art gallery that's also housed in the House of Miles. So we have a section of the house that is an art gallery, and we feature local artists every quarter. We've had the East St. Louis Senior High School art students. We hosted an art show for them. Most of their work sold instantly. Very, very, very talented students. Then we had Jared Willis, who's a photographer, who had his work. And then most recently, we had Mr. Michael Ash as well. If you want to learn more about the House of Miles East St. Louis home, you can go to the house. This is other website, houseofmilesestl.org, or their Facebook, House of Miles East St. Louis. Twitter is at House of Miles ESL. So just you can put that into a Google search or a search engine and find out more about them. Thank you guys very much for coming, Lauren and Gary. We appreciate it very much. Thank you well, thank for having you. us. Thanks.